Hi, and welcome to this special bonus episode of the podcast. In today's conversation, Steph and I are talking about getting all set up for painting as a practice soft challenge, which we are running throughout the month of June. This daily painting challenge is completely free for anyone who'd like to join. So pop on over to the link in the show notes to download your copy of the daily painting prompts. In this episode, Steph and I talk through some of the more practical approaches to how to go about your painting as a practice month. I hope you enjoy the episode. Hi, this is Susan Nethercote and welcome to the Studio Insider Art Podcast. In these episodes, I throw open the doors to my art studio practice and how I run my business as a professional artist. Whether it be candid insider chats with my studio assistants, Laura and Steph, or interviews with other creatives, or answering listener questions. There is something here for every emerging artist. I hope my journey can help you feel a bit more at home in your own. Hi, Steph. Hi, Suze. How are you? What's been happening? Ah, well, it's all action stations over here, as you know, because I've been hassling you on the regular. Well, it's just all happening because we're getting ready for the next painting as a practice challenge, which I believe you're going to be doing with me and a whole bunch of other people as well. Yeah, I'm going to be painting every day through June alongside you. Well, every day that I can because it's a soft challenge, yeah? That's right. So for those of you that haven't heard of the painting as a practice soft challenge, we call it soft because the police are not coming after you if you miss a day. (laughs) And I often feel like that scares me away from doing challenges. Do you find that a bit like that whole daily thing? Yeah, I find like if if I miss one, then I can't get back into it because I feel like I've let myself down. So it's too hard to start again. Yeah. Whereas I think the realistic thing to assume in a challenge is that you probably will miss a day or two or a few and that that's Mm. a-okay. There's Mm. no stress about that with this challenge. Just do what you can. We have created a beautiful list of prompts for every day of June, uh, which people can find in a link over in the show notes if they'd like to sign up to go and receive those. So there's these lovely juicy prompts every day that can inspire you. But yeah, I just thought it'd be helpful for everyone out there that's signing up for the challenge for us to have a little chat about how we're preparing for that, what to expect throughout the month and yeah, how they can grow and expand their art practice through painting as a practice for a whole month. That sounds so much fun. I love that it's free as well. I love that anyone can do it and can join in. And when we last ran this in February, um, there were so many people participating and sharing the work that they were creating under the hashtag painting as a practice on Instagram. And then we got to share it across the, the painting as a practice account. And it was such a strong sense of community. I really enjoyed that. And I think I really hope that that grows even further this June like that's what I'm looking forward to oh well it already has I can't believe how many people have just signed up since last night when I sent when I sent the prompt out there into the world there's so many people that are gathering for painting as a practice for June so I'm super excited and I mean it, it has to be free because 
this is something that has to be available to everyone, especially now, just that simple act of coming together and getting creative together and holding space for one another to expand and grow is something that I feel like needs to be available to all of us. And I absolutely agree that last session that we ran back in February was just so beautiful. And my head's still spinning a bit about the growth and expansion that happened in my own art practice at that time. And then there's you who has <laughs> blossomed into this incredible painter since since starting back in February after not having had the brushes in your hands for many, many a year. So it's going to be great. It's going to be yeah. really lovely. What are you doing to prepare? Like is there anything people need to do? Or? Well, yeah, well – basically you can you really you can do whatever you want and create any kind of structure for a practice that you want for the month the whole idea of painting as a practice is that you carve out a small amount of time each day whether it be five minutes whether it be 10 minutes or half an hour an hour whatever you've got is perfect and fine and you just have a practice so that means regularly each day you devote a small amount of time to painting as a practice so that can that can look like anything. That can be your a sketchbook in your living room on a little table if that's all that you have, that is perfectly fine. It can be canvases, massive ones if you want. It's totally you can, you know, some people approach it actually as a way to produce a body of work that they then sell off of Instagram, which I've done that before in challenges as well. Mm. It can be a great way to kind of structure creating that kind of work. But for me, what that had looked like back in February was I just painted on paper and I was mainly doing just mixed media paintings on paper and I just did it every day. I just had that small amount of time and the whole idea is to approach it from a space of play and spontaneity and freedom and renewal and mm. just bringing in all of those energies of exploration in so that it's a, it's a real permissive space to allow your imagination free reign and to just try out all those things that you've wanted to try out. So that's how I've approached it in the past. And for this practice, I think I'm going to focus on my watercolour practice because I'm really into my watercolours at the moment. So I'm going to zone in and it's been so therapeutic through the whole isolation period. So I'm really looking forward to expanding and growing that practice a bit more. How about you? How are you approaching it this time? I say this time, but you've kind of never stopped since the last time. So <laughs> Yeah, but that's the value. Obviously, I started in February and I didn't start till midway through the month. And I think that's a wonderful thing about this is it's not about, you know, it's not about these bookends. It's about just taking the time and jumping in wherever yes. you're ready. And I hope people feel they have the permission to do that. I really hope people feel like if they can't jump in until the 10th of June, it doesn't matter. Just yeah, get in there matter. and have fun. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Because that's what I did. I was in so inspired by everybody else that I felt like I got total FOMO. I was just missing out. <laughs> so I had to join in. Starting, though, in painting every day has really set me up to I guess run with it the last few months so I'm looking forward to taking everything I've learned over those few months and sort of fast tracking by painting every day because that's what I've discovered is I feel like I'm just settling into a style that feels very comfortable and joyous to me and I really want to explore that so my vision is to have a collection of works completed by the end of the month that I'm really happy with like that could take six months otherwise. So being able to have a reason and a structure to check in with myself creatively every single day is what I'm looking forward to. Just that reminder. 
um, that it's time to pick up the brushes again and nurture myself and feel so much better for it afterwards. Mm. Oh, that sounds so fantastic. And I love that you're using it as a container because it is such a powerful thing to commit to producing a body of work. And it's so much easier to do when you have group momentum behind you, don't you think? Mm -hmm. Like when there's a whole bunch of other people on the journey with you. And it kind of just creates like a sense of accountability, but not in the not in the yucky way. Like it's like the energy of the group just keeps you on track. It's really nice. One of the things that I love too was in February we created the painting as a practice Instagram handle. So at painting as a practice is the home for this whole what has become a little bit of a phenomenon um, with lots of people hashtagging with painting as a practice on a regular basis now and really embracing that whole philosophy. And you were actually very instrumental in setting up that group and you've kind of become like one of the touchstones for our whole community. Do you want to talk a little bit about how that all blossomed back in February, mm, March? Yeah, so um, I guess the story behind is that you were sharing under that hashtag and then people started tagging you when you began sharing work as it sort of trickled in as people gathered momentum and then that momentum turned into a waterfall so it demanded its whole um its whole other container to go around it so that's when he created the the instagram account so yeah every day through june i was sharing a handful of works um just you know of all sorts of different styles and abilities just sharing the enthusiasm and the excitement um of what was going on under that hashtag and very quickly it it grew so much starting with just a handful of people using that hashtag and now it just pops up all the time so i'm really excited to you know, welcome back people who are doing it in February and share their works again, but also celebrate people coming in who were maybe, you know, maybe less experienced or just starting out or feeling a little bit shy about it and trying to nurture and encourage that sense of play and lack of pressure. Because if anything, the biggest thing I learned from doing it in February is that the way to create art that you love is allowing yourself and giving yourself permission to create terrible art because sometimes you do but just letting go of that and sharing anyway I found to be immensely powerful absolutely yeah negotiate because it really just helps you to negotiate that voice of the critic within doesn't it yeah and it's like well maybe I did do something that wasn't fantastic but that's okay Mm -hmm. and we always learn things from that we always need to try things out to see what's going to work. And for every 10 things that don't work, often there's one magic thing that comes out that becomes so central to the way that you make art. But you could never have found it if you hadn't have been in that spirit of mm. play and exploration and allowing yourself to make mistakes, And which are all the reasons that a practice works, isn't it? Because it keeps you moving forward and not stopped in your tracks just because one day you made some bad art. Yeah. And speaking Mm. of that inner voice, I think that, you know, I love that it's a soft challenge because it's not about beating myself up if I miss a day. It's about congratulating myself every time I do it for a day. So the focus becomes less on the quality of the work and becomes more on did I participate? Did I make space for myself? Did I make space for me, my creativity in that day? And congratulating myself on that. And it just felt like such a a gentle reintroduction into painting for me and set myself up for a much more positive mindset thinking and talking about my work going into the future 
and has kept me going because I didn't just give up because I was rubbish. <laughs> you know, I pushed through. I just did a <laughs> bit more the next day and the next day and the next day until now I'm loving what I'm creating and it's all because of that foundation. Uh, I'm so happy to hear that. It's like music to my ears. Wonderful. Hey, should we talk a little bit about some practicalities? Have you got like a particular time of day that you're thinking you might try and do your practice? Is there a window that really works for you? You're going to have a regular time or are you just going to kind of just go with the flow each day and see where you can fit it in or yeah look late morning works for me really well because my kid is back at school sorry to rub that in for anybody who still has children home but uh, I do the school drop off and then I get my um more mundane tasks out of the way and then reward myself with like a late morning painting sesh just before lunch and I found that really sets me up to be um, more productive for the rest of the day because I've put myself just by taking that short time to create and to paint and to um, embrace color sets me up to have a really beautiful day so I I know it's going to be different for everybody for some people Mm. it might be that little chunk at the end of the day once everybody's quiet and left you alone (laughs) you might just have a little window Mm. and for others it might be that they have a a daily commute or they just squeeze a little bit of sketchbook work over lunchtime at their desk like it doesn't matter you don't have to be mm. in your studio with all the gear it's not about that is it like no that's mm. exactly right and it can shift and change a lot too I have throughout the whole isolation period a lot of my um my, my watercolour painting has probably been the most consistent practice I've had through that time, although I haven't done it every single day. But that's been in the evening, which is actually a little bit unusual for me, but mm, I find watercolour is such an easy, easy to pick up thing to just do for a little while in the evening. But what I'm hoping to do for the actual month of um, June when, we're, when I'm shifting very consciously into that painting as a practice mode is to shift it back to earlier in the day because I have such a tendency over time to continually shift back the period in which I paint to the point where I have like half an hour before I have to collect the kids from school and then that's over so that's what I'll be doing is shifting it up and changing it up in my routine and trying to do it a bit more a bit earlier in the day and probably after I've taken the kids to school and come home I think I can't do it first thing it's just too busy in the morning Mm. Uh, but yeah to actually get it into the am hours for sure for me as well Mm. so yeah I find it's really healthy too to shift up the time that I'm working because I do different things at different times of the day. It's really interesting. I've observed that over time. That is interesting. Do you know why? I don't. I just, I've just noticed it. I've just observed it. And um, yeah, there's different energy present and different work at different times of the day. Yeah. yeah. But um, I'm going to be keeping it pretty simple though still. I think I'll probably just still be, well, I'm doing watercolour, so obviously it'll be a lot of work on paper, but I might expand up into doing some bigger pieces maybe toward the end. But I'm also not hemming myself in. Like if I feel like I want to really bust out into some large scale acrylics or I've even actually been thinking about getting out the oils again Ooh, fun. Um, I might just do that but because that's the whole spirit of the whole month is you get to do you get to satisfy all of those creative urges and if you have a wild whim follow it <laughs> and then tag it and show us because we want to know we're going to be reposting so much beautiful work over on the mm. at painting as a practice Instagram page 
Mm-hmm. And if there's anyone out there that wants a bit of extra support with it too, then we do also have our painting as a practice e-course, which is starting concurrently with the challenge. So you, of course, do not have to do that in order to access the challenge. That is absolutely free for anyone as other prompts, which you can go and download from the link in the show notes. But if you do want that little bit of extra support, there is the painting as a practice chapter one laying solid foundations e-course, mm. which is still on pre-sale. So it's still 20% off. Uh, you can register. Uh, we'll put another link in the show notes to where you can go and register uh, with the code practice 20 up until the 31st of May to get that 20% off. So if you really want to juice it up and get a little bit of rocket fuel under you and really understand all of the foundational aspects of painting as a practice and how it can work so well for you to build Mm. your practice, then you might want to go check that out. I think that's great because you can, you know, it might might be that you just need a bit more support, that you're not really sure where to start. And, you know, the course is excellent for that. Like it it helps you. There's a bit about materials. There's a bit about finding your inspiration and and where to look for that. And I think that's, that's awesome because you, people are very different stages of confidence in terms of just being able to start creating. Absolutely. Yes. It's a, it's a wonderful support there for people who need it, but you know, we're also all about supporting people where they need to be supported too. So It's there if you want it. Don't feel like you have to. And it will be continue to be available after the 31st of May as well. So if you want to jump on that at a bit later, then you're more than welcome to. It just won't be at that discounted rate. But painting as a practice is here to stay. So, yeah. Feel free to check it out. And I just can't wait to see what everyone makes throughout the month of June. And I'm so excited to see the community that's building around this whole philosophy because, I so totally believe that this is the foundation of making really great art and Mm -hmm. progressing in your own art practice. Mm. Exciting stuff, Suze. Can't wait to see what happens. Not long now. (laughs) Not long now. All right, everyone. Well, thanks for tuning in and we will see you next time on the next episode of the podcast when we'll be back to regular programming. I'll see you later, Steph. Bye, Suze. Thanks for tuning into the Studio Insider Art Podcast. You can always see more of my art over at susanethercote.com. And if you're interested in learning from me or checking out the podcast notes, you can find those over on susannethercotestudio.com. I love hearing your comments and feedback, so feel free to leave a review on Apple Podcasts. And if you like what you're hearing, then why not snap a screenshot and share it in your Instagram stories? Be sure to tag me at susan.nevercote so I can say hi. And if you've got a great idea for a future podcast episode or know someone who you think I should interview, then pop on over to susannethercotestudio.com forward slash podcast, hit the button in the header image to shoot me an email. Catch you next time.